Welcome back to The Social Podcast. My name is Carson Taylor, your host. And last week we talked about the business plan. And this week we're going to talk about a topic that some of you tried to cancel me for. But let's talk about it. A team building booth rent salon. After I figured out the business plan, I really thought about what I wanted for the social. Did I want it to be a commission? Did I want it to be hourly? Or did I want it to be kind of hands off booth rent? Or did I want to go somewhere in the middle? And I decided for me, since I've had such unfortunate events happen, I wanted to be a team building booth rent salon. What does that mean? What is that definition? A lot of hairstylists say, Carson, that's crazy. It just doesn't work. It, 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 there's no way you can have that. Yes, you can. And I do. And I'm going to explain to you guys what it means to me. I think a lot of people hear that and say, wow, Carson is a salon owner that wants to have employees but doesn't want to pay them like employees. False. If you've never had a bad experience with a salon being in a booth rent salon, I think it's kind of hard to see it from the perspective that I see it from. So here is my mindset on a team building booth rent salon. You can come and go as you please. You can wear whatever you want. There is no schedule. There is no dress code. But there are standards that I do have that I go over with the girls that want to rent at the social. Team building doesn't mean that you have to be best friends with whoever you're working with. It doesn't mean that you have to tell them all your secrets. It doesn't mean that you have to hold their hand constantly. To me, it just means that you have coworkers that you respect as business women or business men, and you're going to do whatever it takes to be a team player and not undercut them in pricing, not speak poorly of them on the salon floor, or just be disrespectful to their business because we're all collectively here for one thing, and that is to build a business and build a career. As a renter myself previously, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in a salon where the salon owner doesn't just look at you and say, yeah, that's a check. That's $100 a week for me or that's $200 a week for me, whatever your booth rent is. And that's all they care about. To me, being a salon owner is just more than a check. And it's just more than looking at somebody and saying, well, yeah, they can fill my booth and it just is what it is. To be a team building salon owner, I think that you have to care more than the average booth rent salon owner and you have to care less because you're not a commission salon. I wish there was like a word for it. There's just not a word for a team building booth rent salon and I hate that because you're you're shamed for it if you want to have structure. And hear me when I say this, a structured environment is a growing environment. It always has been and it always will be. And that to me is what a team building booth rent salon is. Building a community and hiring girls or allowing girls to come in the salon and rent a booth for me that are willing to be team players, that are willing to clean up their hair, that are willing to look out for the person that's beside them. And honestly, just have respect. Respect is truly the most important thing when it comes to having a team building salon. If you are a salon owner and you're listening to this and you're just like, I think that's a load of crap, then you should probably just stop here because this episode is more for the salon owners that want to have team building salons if they don't have them already 
or for the hairstylist that's looking to go into a booth rent salon. I'm going to give advice for both of those. Obviously, this is not a popular opinion. Carson Taylor will never win a popularity contest. Who cares? I just want you guys to know that these salons do exist even if people don't post about them because they're scared that they're going to get backlash from it. So I just want you guys to know that you have options and there's nothing wrong with having options. There's nothing wrong with actually going to salons and you being the person that interviews them versus them interviewing you because that's what it is, right? We're going in to see if we want to work at a space. What amenities do you offer as a salon owner? What are you doing for your renters once a year or twice a year? Are, are you offering any free rent to them? Like what, what are you offering that's going to help them as renters? Vice versa, renters, what are you doing that's going to make the salon owner want you to work there? Are you going to be a team player? Are you going to pick up after yourself? Are you going to promote your business within their business? What, what are you bringing to the table? I feel like we have just a huge understanding or a huge misunderstanding of booth rent salons because they people just like to throw in my face well you're just a landlord that's truly all you are unless you want to be a salon owner you're not a salon owner unless you own a commission salon and that's just simply not true can we just remove that narrative out of people's minds because it's it's truly not it and if you're listening to this and you're a hairstylist that says that let me ask you one question let me put this into perspective for you who do you think gets a bad review when Sally Sue, your booth renter, messes up somebody's hair? Or who do you think gets a phone call when Sally Sue messes up somebody's hair? If you guessed the salon owner, you would guess correct. But wait, I'm supposed to be just a landlord. I'm supposed to be someone who just collects money and that's it and has no say whatsoever, right? But it's almost like it's not that way and that's not how it's supposed to be when someone wants to complain or when someone has a suggestion, or when someone needs something fixed in the salon, who do they turn to? The salon owner. So it's almost like we talk about it constantly and say, you're just a landlord, you're just a landlord. But then when situations like this happen, no, oh, oh now you're the salon owner. Do you guys see where I'm coming? Like That's the angle that I'm coming at with salon ownership and being a team building salon. I had someone reach out to me. It was probably about six months ago, and she just pretty much said, it is a gift, and it is a very nice gesture that your renters clean up their own hair that they cut from under their chair, because legally, they do not have to. And when I tell you my jaw dropped to the absolute floor, I'm sorry, what? According to her... (laughs) And I'm sure a lot of other salon owners, it is a privilege that renters will will, and are willing to clean up their own hair under the salon chair. I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say this real quick. If you as a renter are not willing to clean up your own hair up under your chair because you think you're that entitled to do whatever you please in a booth rent salon, maybe you should open up your own salon or Maybe you should go into a salon suite so you can really see how hard it is, okay? I appreciated the insight that the salon owner gave me because she was commissioned and then she went booth rent and now she's back to commission. And it just really put into perspective for me and opened my eyes and made me realize 
that my interview process was going to have to be so extensive and I was going to have to ask specific questions just to make sure that I was hiring the right girl for the team. All right, so let's get right into it. After all of that has been said, (laughs) salon owners, this portion is for you. My question for you is going to be, do you have some type of lease agreement? Do you have something typed up for expectations for your salon? If the answer is no, I'm scared. (laughs) I'm very scared. If the answer is yes, congratulations. That is very good. But seriously, if the answer is no, I'm going to go over some of the things that I have in my lease that just makes sense to me that you can kind of put in yours if you're wanting to do a lease or wanting to do an agreement or have structures. I don't care what you call it. A lot of people get down to the nitty gritty and they're like, well, you can't call it a lease. You can't call it an agreement. Well, you can call it standards or call it whatever you want to call it. Don't care. If you agree on it and your renter agrees on it, that's all that matters, truly. Legally, that's all that matters. Um, So here are some of the things that I have in my lease agreement that I go over with the girls during the interview process. Okay, as I'm looking this up, one thing that I will say is that if you don't have something on paper with your expectations and how those people are supposed to pay rent, what you expected them as a renter, then how do you know? How 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 is there a clear line of communication? Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, sometimes I forget stuff. So by having this for my renters, they can go back and look at it and say, okay, one of the things that I have on here is rent. What day rent is due on, how rent is due, and then after every day that it's late it's a ten dollar fee so that's just something to think about as well is like when you're opening up a business or you do have a business and there's no structure how do you how do you thrive how how do you thrive in in an environment that's not structured so having it on paper just kind of helps you and helps them so I have the rent on here I have cleaning and what's expected every day for cleaning and it just says hair is supposed to be swept under the station and under the mat um stations are wiped down every single day one of the things that i do have in here as well and to keep in mind is that all state board laws and cleaning regulations will be followed daily if your station as a renter is in violation you will pay your violation fee and the salon fee I think that's only fair. Why should I, as a salon owner, again, not just a landlord, there's more responsibilities here, here guys. There's more responsibilities than just a landlord. If I'm going to get a fine for something that Sally Sue has in her station or isn't doing to follow state board guidelines, then Sally Sue's going to have to pay that fine, period. I talk about pricing in here, which I don't have a price list. I did previously, but I removed that. Um, so I just have we're going to talk about pricing in the interview and the questions that I do ask and that you guys can ask as well as salon owners is how much do you charge for a full highlight gloss and a haircut? Just that question right there will tell you if they're a career hairstylist and they're wanting to advance in their career or if they're just kind of mediocre and not wanting to advance at all. I asked my lash girls the same question. What do you charge for a full set classic volume hybrid mega volume And then we went from there. We talk about dress code in here and it says why there's no specific dress code for renters. Renter is supposed to look and will look presentable and professional at all times. That is subjective. Okay. What I think might look professional, Sally Sue might think is not professional. 
or vice versa. So honestly, I literally tell them in an interview, as long as your butt and your boobies aren't hanging out, you can literally wear whatever you please. Whatever is professional for you and your business that you are building, period. We talk about liability insurance in here. I carry liability insurance, but I ask that the girls also carry that as well. We talk about assistance. Fun fact, I allow my renters to have assistance if they want them. But they have to be licensed. In the state of South Carolina, if you have an assistant, they have to be licensed. Okay? They cannot not be licensed, which I thought was cool. I didn't know that. We talk about smoking, educational days, team meetings. Like I said, I don't know if I mentioned it previously, but quarterly team meetings. I I want people to come into the salon that want to grow their business, but also want to help me grow mine as the salon owner. I want to know what I can do better to service you and and your life, your home away from home, essentially, right? Because that's what it is. These girls come to work every day. They're literally here probably more than their home. And you just want to make sure that they're comfortable. At least I do. That's my mindset on it is that I, I want, I wish somebody would have checked up on me and said, hey, Carson, like, you know, I appreciate you being here. What can I do to help you? And what can I do to make your life easier as a renter here at XYZ Salon? Okay, nobody ever did that for me. So I make sure I do that for my girls. I always make sure that they know this is not a contract for employment. This is a rental agreement for the station that they are renting weekly. And then I also give incentives. So let me tell you the incentive that I give for them. And then we're going to talk to the hairstylists that are trying to decide where they want to work. So when you sign a lease with me, you get $200 off your first month. Um, and that's whatever your weekly rent will be. It's, it's $200 off the month. So you just divide that by four. And then after six months of being at the social, you get two weeks free rent. And it can't be consecutive weeks, but it, it can be any two weeks of the year. The things that I offer in my lease and the things that come with your weekly rent are as follows. You get a key, a towel, snacks, retail back bar, uh, station, station chairs, storage cabinet, beverage, coffees, water, wine, seltzers. Snacks will be provided for all renters and renters' guests. The girls also, they get a key, but they also get a code that has hooked up with the security system so the girls feel safe when they come in. The door, I'm going to get automatic keys for the door because I think that'll be more sufficient and help the girls even more than just having a key key. But those are the things that I do offer. With the towels, we have a washer and dryer that's there and detergent is supplied for them as well. And we also have a color bar for the hairstylist. So the lash techs and the estheticians, they have a locker in the back and that has so much storage in it because they have their own personal room. So they have more storage than the hairstylists do. But just to make it fair, I did get them lockers as well. And those are the things that I do offer. So if you're a salon owner and you're wondering, how the heck do I do this? What do I do? That's kind of what I have. I didn't read the entire thing to you, but I am going to have this for available for you to purchase. It's not going to be super expensive. I'm thinking like $35. And it just kind of outlines it and you will be able to edit it to your liking if you're wanting to be a more team building booth rent salon. Or if you just want to have something to go off of because you already have a booth rent salon and you don't necessarily want to be a team building, but you just want to have something on paper of expectations, then that is something that you could do as well. Now let's talk to the hairstylist that is going from commission to booth rent. 
this is not an easy task, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never been a commission hairstylist, but I have friends that have. And it's not easy, okay? So it is very crucial that you find a salon owner who cares about you and your business more than they do theirs, okay? Obviously, as a salon owner, I'm not going to hold your hand and I'm not going to be up your tail all the time. But I do think it's very important to go. One of my biggest things that I wish I would have done is just to go get my hair done at the salon that you're looking at. Just book an appointment for a shampoo and a blowout. Go in, see the vibe, see the girls, and then kind of say like, hey, I'm a hairstylist looking to rent a booth. Do you have any available? Or call the girls or look, don't call them. God, don't call them. But look the girls up that work at this said salon. Check their vibe. See uh, see how they post on social media. See what what's going on on their media, Okay. Somebody's social media is very telling of who they are, okay? I remember having a hairstylist say literally a few weeks ago, she was talking about salon social medias, and she was like, that is very telling of their vibe and of exactly who they are and what they represent. If you're an edgy hairstylist, maybe go to a salon that's more edgy, and and you will be able to tell that on their social media. If you're wanting to go to more of an upscale salon, look for a salon on social media that gives off the upscale vibes. Okay, are you following me? Also, what you need to do is you need to write down important questions to ask the salon owner. Anytime I have somebody reach out to interview with me, I'm like, please jot down some questions that you have for me. If I don't hit them in the interview, then you can ask them after and then we can kind of figure them out together. I will answer them to the best of my ability. Honestly, it just depends on what the questions are, but normally I can answer them for them. You need to be looking for the vibe. You need to be looking for how these girls dress. You need to be asking how much are you charging for XYZ? Because the biggest thing that you don't want to do is go into a salon, especially in a small town. You just need to make sure that you're going to work with other people who value their time and value their money and aren't just doing this for fun because why would you want to be standing beside somebody who's charging $15 for a haircut when you know good dang and well that you can do a $35 haircut that's the going rate around here where I live I mean the salons around me I mean nobody's nobody's charging $15 for a haircut and if they are they should probably raise their prices but that is next week's episode and not this week (laughs) Anyways, I hope this opened your eyes as a renter to kind of see that you do have options and that you need to be looking for specific things when it comes to interviewing with booth rent salons, because why on God's green earth would you ever want to work for a salon owner that just looks at you and just says, yeah, you're just a number or you're just a check for me. And there are some salon owners out there. And if that is you, that is okay. There are some hairstylists that truly do not care about team building. They truly do not care about being in an environment with other people that support them. They don't care. They just want to come to work. They want to do whatever they want, run their business however they please, say what they want to say, do what they want to do. And that's just that. And that is okay. There are specific salons like that in my area and it works for them, but it don't work for me and it ain't ever going to work for me. So if you're looking for that, great. If you're not, that's also great. I would just encourage you as a renter or as a hairstylist that's going to be a renter to ask the hard questions. 
One last thing that I did want to add about the lease agreement that I do have is that it's 30 days and it renews automatically. So if I have a renter that says, hey, like I'm going to leave, I'm looking for somewhere else to go, they have to give me a 30 day notice. And if I think that it's not working out with them working at the social, they have to, I also have to give them a 30 day notice. It is easy to say, well, I don't need that because I trust my girls. Well, I don't need that because my salon owner would never do that to me. Yes, they will. It has happened. And yes, they will. <laughs> I don't care how close you are, what's going on in your life or in their life. It will happen to you one day. I hope it doesn't. But it will. Ha- it has happened multiple times to multiple people. So if it hasn't happened to you, it's not something that you think about often. So I just hope that this opens your eyes It makes you realize that if you're in a booth rent salon right now, even if it's not a team building salon and you have nothing signed that kind of secures you and like kind of just just has you, you know, what your expectations are. I would encourage you to talk to the salon owner about that and just be like, hey, like, what do you expect of me as a renter? I just want to make sure we're on the same page. And that's kind of all that I have for you guys today. I just wanted to kind of open your eyes and to let you see that there are team building salons out there and there are salon owners that do care about you for more than just your money. As always, if you guys have any questions, you can message me on Instagram at ctay.hair with your comments, concerns, and remarks. If you guys are wanting to listen to the episode about pricing, that is coming out next week. And it's just kind of an insight of how I feel about pricing and what I suggest for pricing. Thank you guys for listening with me today and chatting with me today. I hope you learned something. And if you did, please let me know. I would love to know what you learned. I will talk to you guys and chat with you guys next week on the episode about pricing. Bye.